Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Waiting on reparations, yeah, it's obviously fresh. The podcast where hip-hop and politics connect. What? It's a little mix between culture, music, history, songs you should be listening. And topics we suggest. Yeah, we'll get it all addressed. That's when we talking with a guest, dope knife. Lingua Franca, you be rocking with the best. Ha. Leave them gobsmack, y'all stop that debating. Yeah. Check the podcast, iHeart Reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi, and we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring you the very best sets from our live show where comics do sets together about their relationship. Naomi, I love it when you you have taken to this introduction stuff <laughs> like a like an octopus to a uh, to, like a cuttlefish uh-huh. changing colors in the water. <laughs> well, I mean, I want to do that intro because. Honestly, though, this episode's special and different. Right. Some, you know, that's that's the bulk of the episodes. But sometimes we have people come into the studio here and mm-hmm. we talk with them. Yeah. Very excited about this one today. I've been uh, a fan of this person for over a decade. Yes. Something like that. Be specific. Me too. And I think we played it really cool. We and did. she was super I didn't, cool. I didn't, my brain fuzzes over sometimes. Yeah. So I was a little quieter. Yeah. But, Naomi, who's our guest today? 
Our guest today is the wonderful, hilarious, talented actress Natalie Morales. You've seen Natalie on shows like The Middleman, Parks and Rec, Santa Clarita Diet, and currently you can catch her Thursday nights at 9.30 on Abby's on NBC. I saw the first episode. What a delight. So delightful, so funny. She plays the titular character, Abby. And also stars the janitor from Scrubs, Neil Flynn. Oh, you love some Scrubs. Love Scrubs. So, yeah, guys. that's. I do want Scrubs. Thursday nights at 9.30, you can always catch Natalie, but... Until then, why don't you catch her on this episode of Couples Therapy? We sit down and we answer your advice. All right? You guys have called in. You have slid into our DMs. And we take some time and we answer a couple of those questions. And I am hoping you will love it. Yeah. A couple pieces of housekeeping, of course. The live show here in Los Angeles is the first Saturday of every month and at the Virgil. Yes. And if you want tickets to that, you go to CouplesTherapyPod.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find out... Uh, information on CouplesTherapyPod.com about our Patreon and... Oh, yeah. For $5, you get two extra episodes a month, just me and Naomi. And uh, I would, you know, the reviews are in. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> so please, 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 please hit that up. Again, less than the cost of some mott sticks. Right. You know what's up, guys. And if you want to uh, ask your own advice questions, uh, you can call the call-in line and the number is on our website or it's on the, the bio and on Twitter. Uh, so check that out. Naomi, do you have any dates coming up? Um, I'm not quite sure. As <laughs> always, it uh, depends on when this drops. But you know what? April 25th to 27th, I'll be at the Comedy Attic. Also, May 15th, here in Los Angeles, I will be headlining at Dynasty Typewriter. That is May 15th. I am doing an hour-long set. It would be wonderful if you were able to come if you were in the L.A. area. So, you know, do what you could do. If not, still love you, boo. All right. And now, let's talk to Natalie. Roll it. Natalie. Yes. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Just landed. I came from Portland. I was there overnight. Got here. We're living. We're living. How was Portland? White. Yes, as but it is. Yes. So very. <laughs> so very. So very. If you give it a percentage. Also, you can ask me, Naomi, how I'm doing too. Andy, how are you We haven't doing? seen each other for 24 hours. I saw you when you got here. I know. Don't create the illusion that we're not connected lovers in front of company. (laughs) I mean, we spent plenty of time texting each other. We talked on the phone. (laughs) I don't feel that Portland is a scary white, though. Like, I've been to scary all-white places, and Portland feels slightly more welcoming. It feels like there's there's an apology for being so white. I was thinking, I was literally (laughs) like, should I live? Because I felt like we, we, a friend of mine, we went out to eat, and the waitress was, like, so nice and kept calling me hun and, like, would let me, like, Try stuff, you know, before I made a decision. I was like, should I move here Did and she use want you white to guilt yes. to my advantage? <laughs> I was like, I could live here. They'd be so happy to have it. And, and just milk it. They'd be milk like, look, it. we have one. <laughs> and she's doing great. Yeah. So one person could get reparations by mo- one black person by moving to Portland. Yes. God, and then that's reaping, a great idea. And then reaping the white guilt. <laughs> reaping the benefits idea. of the white guilt. That's a way to live. Yeah. That's a way. Let's do it. Let's Guys, it would it feel? We made a pregnancy <laughs> pact to move to Portland. <laughs> it would feel just like private school all over again, though, right? Mm. Yeah, True. but I, God, did you go to private school? I did, but my private school was full of all Cuban people. So oh, right. I, I, in Miami, white people are the minority. It's oh, like okay. so. I grew up not as a minority at all. Oh, gorgeous! So you don't feel very- any otherness. 
Not really. What's, I, I, what's that like? I have the confidence of like a mediocre white man yeah. because I grew up feeling just the same as everybody else, you know, and, and just as entitled as everybody else. It's very, it's very shocking. When I first moved to L.A. was the first time I was like, oh, oh, people are looking at my skin and my face. Like they're making a judgment before uh-huh. they actually. Th- that had never happened to me before. And I, I worked at this Mexican restaurant called El Carmen on Third Street. I was a hostess there. And. Um, this couple came in and this lady was like, hola, uh, can we have two seats? And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And, and I realized that people are making an assumption about my skin tone, which had yeah. never happened. So yeah, mostly I have, I, I don't, I feel like Michelle Tanner in life. You know, like I don't feel, I don't feel like anybody that doesn't deserve everything she got. You like walk around saying, you got it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in, right? That was her catchphrase. That was Stephanie. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can't keep a tanner straight. Yeah. <laughs> Who hard. wins zeros? It's hard. D-A-S. <laughs> Win zeros. Okay. Okay. You went real far with yeah. your Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to, look, if I just said buenos. Yep. It's not far away enough, Naomi. You gotta look. Yeah, yeah. I'm not teaching you anything about comedy, but Idiot. you gotta heighten to the mountains. He loves mm-hmm. to teach me about comedy. Oh boy. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh, since when? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I love that characterization of you. Um, so, like, so obviously, Natalie, we're gonna get in. We're gonna answer people's relationship questions, so friendship excited. questions. Like, we know what's happening. Oh. But before we get into it, we like to give the listener a sense of where you're coming from. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. what's your, you know, how, what is the lens through which you are viewing these okay. queries? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. How postmodern. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've really influenced me, Andy. Um, <laughs> so can you tell us, like, have you had, you know, experiences, again, you know, growing up Michelle Tanner, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and then coming to LA, like, mm-hmm. did you have experiences? Could that be, if you write a, if you write a memoir, <laughs> could it be up growing Michelle up Michelle Tanner? Tanner. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you talk about any experiences if you've had them of being in like an interracial relation? Yeah, I'd say uh, most of my relationships outside of Miami, although okay. a few in Miami, have all been inter interracial relations. Yeah, IRC interracial I- couple. IRCs, um, that's yeah. The vibe. Did you ever have moments though? Because okay, Cuban in Miami is like Cuban, mm-hmm. like real, like you grew up Cuban. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had moments with your non-Cuban lover where it was like, okay, you're like not getting this flavor right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And 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 it's very. I have experienced like a date or two where they're like very excited for me to call them Poppy or something, <laughs> what? and I'm like, that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Ew. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just like a feeling I get. It's not that they yeah. told me that. It's that I know that they're like. They were giving off call me they poppy were, vibes. They were giving that that off. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so I didn't go on any more dates with them. Oh, you're uh, so good because I you would. Would've. I was just like, <laughs> was like, you seem to be into me. I don't know if it's a good reason or a bad reason, but, but I like the I'll attention. Take it. <laughs> um, yeah. Before you, Andy. Before you. Before you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. But, but thanks for the. The clarification. Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, Cuban dudes are are um it's it's yeah, you're just dating yeah. it's the it's you might as well be dating your brother. Um <laughs> and same for Cuban women. Um but but yeah, there's a, there's a, it's a it's a fun family to have, although yeah. I ha- I have to be like if I ever bring anybody back home, I have to be like 
uh, it's loud. Uh, there, <laughs> yeah. they, um, they will all, any, every one of my family will tell you when they have to go to the bathroom, even though you didn't ask. <laughs> uh, and they'll all try to shove food down your throat. And they, and, and basically my house is like, I don't know that this is specifically Cuban or just my house. My house is like, I realize that the hierarchy there is like, who's had it worse that day? Like, that's like how it, how they, how they exist. So yeah. it's, it is shocking. It is quite a culture shock, I imagine, for yeah. people uh, that haven't experienced it. But I feel like I'm a good bridge. Right. Well, you, you have to be. I have to. You, you have, have to be. be. The yeah. bridge to Terabithia. Yes. Um, I don't know. A movie I thought of. Because I felt that way, Andy, when you came to Detroit. Because my mom's family's from Detroit, and mm-hmm. that's where I spent all my summers. But that's also like a loud, active household. It's always like someone insists we put a movie on, yeah. but then everybody talked through the movie. Right. So now everyone's loud enough to be heard over the movie. Movie <laughs> still playing. It, it's just like, and I remember like the time I knew you were going to be fine. Do you mm-hmm. remember this, Andy? We were at my grandma's house, and it was like insanity. And you had found a chair. And you were asleep with your chin to your chest. You were just taking a nap in the middle of all of it. And you're like, oh, oh, my God, I found one. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He knows like he can deal. I've learned to take naps in any kind of terrain. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to high school when I had a, an independent study in science and I would go into the, the chemical room mm. and I would take naps in there. The chemical room. Yeah, next to the chemistry. What kind next of high to school the, did you go to? Uh, I went like to, a ke- you mean like a chemistry lab kind of thing. Yeah, we went. We built dirty bombs there. Okay, you know, yeah, I got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, like next to the chemistry room, there was like uh, there was the room that had all the chemicals for the experiments. I didn't go to any schools that had like chemistry. That was too fancy. <laughs> chemistry, just basic chemistry. Basic chemistry. It's like they couldn't afford the beakers at the schools <laughs> I went to. They like just showed us pictures of what would happen. Oh my god! Yeah, but okay. Have you done? What about the inverse experience? Because I've certainly had experiences where I've been taken home to mm. a situation where I'm like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> Why is everyone kissing everyone on the lips?" Ew! Uh, yeah, uh, like, oh, that's like a waspy thing, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's a very well. It's a, it's a it's multiple white cultures. I feel I feel like um, there's also there's also a real like there's like the the whole like golf country clubby culture that I don't know anything about and yeah. that I, I severely disrespect. Yeah. So I it's hard for me to like be cool, you yeah. know? Um yeah, yeah. The movie thing, the opposite that I found is that um I've been to people's houses who are who are white that I'm dating and then they're like in a family event and they'll put on the television and not talk to each other the whole time. So everybody's just watching TV for yeah. hours yeah. <laughs> without talking to each other and I'm like we're only here once a year. What Yes. Uh, what? I, but I guess you know that's that's what happens. I what? guess. What were you gonna say? Not that I'm <laughs> judging, but it happens. Yeah. That was a very aggressive yes. Well, no, but that idea of like coming together and not speaking because I I will I will be such a little nag. I feel like with you when we're at your parents' a house. Nebbish. Nebbish. <laughs> because we'll go and then you'll just like sit on your phone or something. And I'll be like, you have to talk to them. We came all the way here. You're supposed to talk to them. We're only here for 48 hours or 72 hours. We have to talk. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by not talk, But that's, again, like by not talking, which is like where my mother like won't let us. She will literally be like, why are you still sleeping? Same. same. My mom will wake me up every yeah. time I come home. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, wow, they just like let you be? That's huh. weird. <laughs> well, she doesn't. Your mom doesn't wake us up now, but she will give us a lot of side eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she will read us afterwards in very tiny comments. 
tiny reads. What you so tired pamphlets. for? That'll be that. And you're like, wow. Well, That's so great. It's 11 a.m. and I'm living. <laughs> but, you know, she won't, she won't wake us up if you're there. But if it's just me, it will be a right. full on like get up. And then if you're there, it's more like you must have been really. How late you stay up, kids? Right, I'm your buffer. Mm-hmm. Mild. That is the good thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like if you have someone from another culture, your family feels like they need to be on their best behavior. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh for real. So it's like because they don't want the other person to think that everyone's like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it does help. I feel like there's less of a buffer if 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 it was a Cuban person that I was bringing home. There's less of a buffer. They'd be like, ah, they know how crazy we are. Right, right, you know? right. They get it. Yeah, they get it. That's true. You IRCs, to- interesting stuff going on. <sighs> I mean, honestly, we're doing the Lord's work. All sure, right, yeah. we're combining yeah. races. We are creating bridges. Making the future. We're making the we're future. Beijing the future. Yeah, we're beijing the future. Um, do you have like any um? Friendship. This is a different from relationship. You know, I feel like we always talk about relationships of like, what's your deal breaker? What's the things you don't like when it comes to dating somebody? Mm-hmm. But what about friends? Do you ever have things where I'm like, because I've had moments, and I think I've just been thinking about it more since we've moved here where we are just like meeting new people and trying to like establish that, you know? Trying yeah. to make actual friends out here. Yeah. You know what I, what I, I actually narrowed this down the other day and I might have been <laughs> slightly high, but I, I stand by it. Uh, <laughs> and I think this is so, I don't know if this is like, evolutionarily based that's not a right thing okay to say. go ahead science. but 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 i realize that i'm only interested in people uh sexually or to friendshiply or relationshiply i'm so not making english <laughs> words here um all adverbs if they are if they are in any way interested in um things outside themselves so for example like if you have all shitty qualities about you, but you bring your own reusable bag to the grocery store, I'm like, there's something in here that I connect <laughs> to, right? But if you're like just a person who exists in the world and doesn't fucking care about the advancement of it, if you're mm-hmm. not into even the smallest, smallest yeah. part of it, if you're just like, I, I go to work, I come home, I party, this is what I do, and I don't really care about the world or anything, I, I don't find you attractive as a friend or as a partner. And so I was like, I I was thinking about that and I was like, I wonder if that's like just a a, a primal attraction of like this person is looking out for the survival of our, (laughs) of our kind. And I'm inherently attracted to that more than I am to someone who's like, I'm just living, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I like when people are invested in other people and the world around them and the environment and politics, whatever it may be that is like, not just their everyday ho hum yeah. life, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I wondered if that was like, you know, some sort of a, a primal your DNA thing. screaming yeah, yeah. out, yeah, yeah, protect to the me. void. You would rather have a dollop of empathy rather exactly. than six pack abs. Ex- a, t- a thousand percent, a thousand percent. If I was dating a supermodel who just cared about themselves, I would not date them for very long. I mean, I would, I would get it, but then I would, <laughs> then I would move on. <laughs> but what if they had six pack abs plus those little the oblique things? Yeah, that go it, down it's into still, your... it wouldn't do it for me. I, I'm very attracted to people who are, who are, and again, as friends as well. I'm so unattracted to people who are just like, this is my life. Yeah, that's all there is. You know, I, I don't care about anything else. Yeah, it's a, and that's not to say they're selfish people. Uh, they could be generous. They could be whatever. But the fact that they don't have any like sight beyond their own circle right. is what's odd to me, and, yeah. I, and I don't find it attractive. Isn't that interesting? 
I Maybe it's, it's good. not. <laughs> no, it is. No, it's, it's weird good. to say. Isn't that interesting? After you come up with a theory, what a what Does, a bullshit thing. Naomi, are you attracted to my social consciousness? I mean, at times you're almost too woke. I'd like you to take a nap. But no, actually, yes, that's of course, a that's great what I love. term. <laughs> I'm like, I I'd love it. <laughs> but I'm like, no, of course. No, I think it definitely. can go too far. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, there are people who it's like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, any- no, but totally, I agree. I mean, it's but it is interesting though. You you're feeling that way, like it's ha- you're noticing you wanting that quality lately, mm-hmm. right? Like in the last few years. No, I think I've oh, always, always wanted big. that. Okay. I just kind of uh, like narr- like realized it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is the this is the pattern of people I'm like really attracted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, is people who, or, or that I'm attracted to someone and that'll push me over the edge. Once I, you know, once I'm like, oh my God, you volunteered at an animal shelter? I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially, yeah. I feel like there were definitely things with you when we met. Look, first of all, you did have the two cats and I thought that's really sweet and yeah. you were like very sweet to them. And then of course, Andy had gone to grad school for philosophy and like when I went to his house, it was like, oh, so many fancy pants books and we met in the world of comedy where <laughs> nobody was talking about anything but comedy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I was like, interesting. Right, different. Yeah, yeah, different. I can talk about Third Beats and Foucault. Ooh. <laughs> See, we're both impressed. That was us making impress sounds. <laughs> You've got it all. <laughs> I feel like you were just putting on a performance for the camera. Well, you know what? I think that can also be valuable. Yeah. The willingness to put on the performance shows how much you care. True. Thank you. I agree. Okay, Natalie, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into these questions. You ready, okay. girl? I'm ready. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. Here we are. It's happening. So, uh, we have put out the call to our listeners to uh, call in. To send D- slide to our DMs to email in questions, advice questions about friendship, about relationships. I have called the best of the best. Oh yeah, call them maybe. Now this first one comes to us from Kate, <laughs> and it's actually Naomi about us. But I thought we would do this with Natalie with NM New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yep, there was a a, a an outside. We need it. Uh, thought we about. Need it. We need it. Natalie, we need it. moral less. Moral less. Just if you need that, I could also be Natalie more or less. It depends on what it is you need. <laughs> well, so versatile. For? Yeah, so yeah, versatile. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Angie and Naomi. It's Kate. My relationship question is about you. When are you guys getting married? Um, are you gonna have your fans? host a wedding or what's the plan when's the date give us the deets take care bye oh Oh, i don't know how you expect me to chime into that (laughs) well i thought about look uh we are getting married as soon as we can afford to pay for a wedding ourselves and Mm -hmm. for people who may just be hearing the show for the first time you know like honestly love it get here when you get here um but if you didn't know yes andrew and i have been together nine years we have been engaged for six so inquiring minds do want to know okay kate's not crazy i run into people from our past our early days who'll be like are you guys married yet and i'll be like nope and they like have a moment on their face and they're like oh is everything going okay (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a moment they wonder they wonder Mm -hmm. um but we are holding out for a hero and by (laughs) hero i mean actual wedding is that too, am I too basique? Is that too basique to hold out? I don't think so. Uh, I do think that like, <laughs> oh boy. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, Natalie's it's, finding it's, her words. It's, it's going to come out now. Um, 
I think that most of the time marriage is bullshit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. But I do think there are a few valuable reasons to do it, which is uh, uh, insurance, <laughs> um, taxes, be, having like hospital visitation rights and all that stuff, pull the plug-ish yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's um, the only reason why we're getting married. Yeah, so there's, there's some tax the break, But that, that's what I'm saying, like the, the legal wedding part of it, yeah. right? Because uh, I think that like a commitment is beautiful and like uh, having your family celebrate that commitment is beautiful. Um, so I think that I don't think it's basic at all. I think it's like you wait for the thing that you want. However, if you want those sweet, sweet tax breaks, you might as well go to civil court and just yeah. do it and then have the wedding of your dreams whenever you have it. Yeah. I know. I mean, we felt like, because I've definitely felt like, as you said, because I think this is why I haven't rushed. You guys live together. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not that I feel, because I already feel like the relationship is full, right? right. So I, that's why I'm like, nine years we're together. I'm not like, it's not real until we sign that paper. Yes. So that's why I haven't really been kind of been like, we have to do this right now. Whereas I do want to have that wedding party. And I don't think I was even a, like a little girl who dreamed of a wedding. It's almost like as I've gotten older and gone to other people's weddings, you know, and like you yeah, see it you're and like, you're like, oh, oh. So what's the wedding of your dreams, your collective dreams? Why is this so expensive? I, <laughs> I mean, really, the one the the one that we want, we've been to uh, so many of our friends' weddings that were just like in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They had a nice little ceremony, and then um, maybe there there's like dance. There's music in the background, but you don't have to dance if you don't want. There's yeah. no DJ. There's no there's no one like, yeah. hey, we're gonna do the electric slide now. Right. There's nothing. Then I'm, it's, it's not like a bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that, and it's just been fun and casual, and that's really what we want. Uh, but even that is kind of expensive. Yes, like to, and yeah, like to feed a hundred people. Totally, you know what I mean? Totally. And like in a place that looks decent, and totally. especially for us, it would probably be New York. So that comes with its own. Oh thing. yeah, that's a whole other thing. And that was what it was. But also for me, my initial like initially my idea of a wedding day, like I wanted to be fun. Like I literally was looking up, okay, how do I rent ski ball machines? Like Ooh, I yeah, wanted to have nice. like we thought of food trucks. Why don't you do it at a Dave and Buster's? You get food, you get ski ball <laughs> machines, you get it all together. Oh God! If you came to a wedding and ate a damn chicken finger, you would take your gift back. Yeah, I would. I would. I'm kidding. Please don't do it at a David Buster's. But that sounds super fun. I, my friends just did a, a nice restaurant wedding in Brooklyn, and it wasn't that expensive. Yeah. Yeah. How small? I think they were like 60 people. You want a bigger party? I, yeah, well, I, I get just, it. I just know that's the cutoff. I feel like it's like under a hundo. Yeah. You can do it. Well, there's not that many big restaurants that would fit 100 over 100 yeah. people. I would think. Right. right? I know. So with with to space, space to dance if one wanted. One felt. Or a ski ball machine. I was, one of the other things in the question that I wanted to weigh in on, because we, <laughs> Naomi and I have put up, you know, since we work together and live together, and <laughs> we've had to put up some kind of boundaries between mm-hmm. like what we will talk about in public and what we won't right. talk about and just how much we will let fans into yeah. our, so that there's something that is uh, just ours, right? Right. Um, and so the idea, like, we have thought, like, I don't know, what if, we, like, not for real, but, like, we could kickstart. <laughs> we could put a kickstart. Uh-huh. It's a oh, yeah. jo- in our low moments. Joke. In our low moments, I go, I'm moments. just going to start a goddamn Patreon. I, yeah, <laughs> I totally get it. I, man, I had a great idea for that. I, I shouldn't share it publicly because then maybe someone will steal it, but fuck it. Uh, I don't have time. <laughs> so I'll do it. I thought 
an idea like Kickstarter, but for weddings, where instead of getting people a gift, like a plate yes. or something, you just help them fund their wedding. And yeah. it's your guests yes. that are coming to your wedding. And it's like, do you want to get them a pink... Uh, uh, um, Pinball machine? Right. Then is that what you said? No, you said ball. Yeah, no, you, yeah, a, a ski ball machine? Then here you can do this, and it's like different different things where y- you can buy them all their tables, you can buy them the DJ, you can buy them the photography, you can buy them whatever, and then no one feels like they're giving you a gravy boat. Right. Everyone feels they're gonna come because they paid for that right. shit. <laughs> they're invested in it, and everybody is like, you know, I don't know. It's like you get to design the wedding you want, and the people that you love you get to help you do it. Yeah, you know, and it, and it probably costs them the same as it would to buy you a gift that you don't need. Well, exactly, right? Because it's yeah. always like, especially no one steal this idea. <laughs> I'll do it eventually. <laughs> okay, literally, this is the trademark right yeah, now. Okay. All right, yes, this patent is pending. It happening because I agree. Because especially because I think there's so many rules around. Well, what do you get someone, and how much it's supposed to mm-hmm. be, and you know what that all means, and it's like. Take out a secrecy and nonsense out of this stuff. Yeah. It costs money. This is what it costs. You want to come, you don't. Yeah. Period in the story. Yeah. Because especially, I think, in our case where we have been together so long, I don't need you to buy me a stand mixer. Right. I can buy a stand mixer. Right. Or I already got, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's not the stuff. Yeah. We've already bought all the stuff for ourselves <laughs> that we really need, except exactly. for a nice, uh, whatchamacallit, what blender. Yep. Like a Vitamix style. Yeah. I recommend a- the Ninja. Cheaper. And it's great. Really? I have one. Yes. Hmm. Because he does, he lo- Andy loves a smoothie. Oh, the Ninja has all these attachments. I really like it. It's much cheaper. <laughs> I, I didn't get an, a Vitamix because I was like, this is elitist. Who needs this? <laughs> Who needs this expensive ass blender? I want. So, I, you know what? I need some bouginess. I need some elitism in my life. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't turn a Vitamix down. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. You it's just not pay so bad. Bill. I get yeah. it. I'm from Pennsylvania. I need to. I need to drape myself in, in uh, the, the smoothie. Uh, yes. <laughs> The smoothie of the upper class. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I get it. Sick. Well, if I do invent this, yeah. I'll let you know, and you guys will be the first couple. We will be the test. Can we yeah. invest in it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Why don't we all do it together? Let's be, oh, I love this. Very, starting a right. company. It's very communist. Okay, guys, we are, first of all, we're moving to Portland. We are <laughs> starting a new business. That's like kind of perfect for Portland, too. Oh, my God. You know, Pacific Northwest. I know. And I know. Like, we totally. move to entrepreneurs. Yeah. San Francisco? No, no, no. We want to stay small. Okay? Like, we got to keep our overhead It's just us and Nike. <laughs> Guys, we are going to disrupt the wedding business. Yeah. <laughs> disruptors. Yes. I like how disruptors they they're around just long enough to destroy whatever they're disrupting and then they, they suck out all the money and then bail. <laughs> mm. Like Lyft. Guys, have you noticed this? Lyft just uh went public and now their service is way worse and they slashed all the they slashed the not the prices, the payment. They did? Yeah. That's yeah, the drivers shitty. are getting less, I think. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. That's I mean, always tip your drivers, but that's but terrible. We have to rise up. <laughs> against the disruptors? Against, yes. Against Peter Thiel. Wait, don't sue us. Andy. Don't okay, sue us out of existence. Okay, cut Wait, that. Wait, let's just do cut another. That. I'm trying to live. <laughs> All right, another question before Peter Thiel sucks our blood. All right, this next question comes to us from Katie, writing us from Boston on Instagram. Do you ever have a day or a few in a row where you just don't feel like you're vibing? Like you bicker about everything and you each answer each other in a tone, that's in quotes, that causes the whole circle of conversation. Why do you have an attitude? Why do you have an attitude? (laughs) Because I feel like this is normal for every couple, but sometimes my insecurities lead me to believe I'm all alone. I look up to you both. Bless. And hope that my boyfriend and I can one day also say we've been together for. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Multiple terms. Thanks for making <laughs> us laugh every week. We are in our third year of dating, by the way. Okay. And then there's a, uh, a smiley emoji, but with the hands out. I love it. That's like hug one, right? Oh, is that, is that, oh, what, is that it is? what it is? I always, maybe I just really want a hug, but I feel like when people send that, it's a little hug. I'm slightly on the spectrum, so I got a lot of trouble reading, reading emo- emojis. emojis. <laughs> Do we, there are, are there cycle, the bicker cycles? Yeah. The bicker man. <laughs> that's, that's you, baby. That's you, baby. Um, Definitely. Definitely. Don't we go through like bicker, bickery moments? I, there may be like, <laughs> he's like trying to be gentle. A certain week. Don't you even <laughs> pin it on my period, bitch. A certain week. Mm-hmm. Natalie, have you lived in the bicker zone? I, I have, but I found that uh, from my experience, the bicker zone comes from an inability to be fully honest. Mm, okay, uh, preach on it. You know, because if you're like, if you're able, if you feel comfortable enough to tell your partner, uh, like, this is bothering me that you just did this, without the fear of them blowing up or whatever's going to happen afterwards, then you, the bickerness comes from built up resentment, mm-hmm. I feel like, even if they're tiny, tiny, tiny resentments, right? Yeah. So if you just like, get those out, then it won't be like a week of bickering. It'll be like five minutes of bickering, and then you're you're good. 
Yeah. Um. Hopefully, you're good. Oh. <laughs> but like, yeah, I I think I I think radical honesty in a relationship is really weird and and <laughs> and hard to try. But once you try it, it's like there's no going back because yeah. then Wait, what you? is the point? Yes. Like actual radical. What, Completely what is, radical. I mean, you don't you don't have to tell us like an actual thing. But it, what can you give an example of what could be like a a, a piece of radical honesty that you would like, say to a partner? Like I would say, uh, I never want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Or 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 I I ha, ha if I weren't dating you, I have a crush on this person, <laughs> um, which is like a very scary thing to say to some people. Yeah. Or like I don't like it when you do this thing sexually. Or, uh, you know, or or whatever, whatever it is. It's just those like we have such a I think there's such a weird thing that we have where we like feel like we have to be this perfect thing for this other person and and then sort of trap them in a relationship. And then <laughs> once they're committed, we're like, this is me. And if you don't like it, <laughs> fuck you. And so, like, what's the point of hiding all those things about yourself that you might think are not super likable because then they're then who they fall in love with isn't you yeah so then you might as well just be like hi i'm a i'm a weirdo and i and i don't like it when you do this thing from the top or whatever you know because then you don't suffer the rest of the time and when, when the, suddenly there's all this friction because yeah you know yeah the truth is discovered yeah. it's just like what what's the point of some of liking someone who doesn't actually like you like what is the point yeah. I think it has so much of that stems from, though, that feeling. Because I feel like in my past it was because I didn't like me. Right. Right. So I couldn't yeah. have expected you to like me. So, like, yeah. I wanted to be who you thought I was, or I wanted to be who I presented that first evening, you know? And then totally. try, like, so it was even like, because you're right. Try to live up to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's what like, was different about me then? Well, I met you at a time where I was like, I'm done giving <laughs> fucks. Like, I was like really direct. But I think it also helped too. We were friends first. So I didn't meet you with this angle of like, gotta hook them. So it kind of made it like a little. I had a crush on you. I know, but because, you know, you were like giving me spectrum vibes. I had no way of knowing that. (laughs) It was like, literally like, is this what you call a crush? I would G-chat you and ask what that emoji, what the emotion emotion was. We would go over flashcards. Emojis on them. And I was like. I'm going to work with this one. Yeah. No, but it's true. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But I was like, that was like that vibe. But I think with the bickering too, I think I found, because you're definitely right, because a lot of times I feel like when Andy and I will get into bicker mode, and I don't know where Katie's at. They've been together three years, but I don't know if they're living together. I do think when you live together, it brings up more of that bicker. A thousand percent. Because it's like, because I know, I think you and I are both, Andy, we are loners, I think by nature. We like to be alone. We like to isolate. Mm -hmm. Right. So there'll be moments where it's like the friction when I like want to literally just like eat by myself. Yeah, when we yeah. can I found that I found that I get bristly the most bristly when I really just want to be alone. Yes. And I don't know how to say that. Yeah. And that's the most bristly I get. That's yeah. A, that's a really good point. I also get bristly in those occasions also. I'm it also depends if you're like a morning person, night person mm-hmm. kind of thing. I've I've been in situations where I'm like Truly do not talk to me. Uh, I've just woken up. Yes. I, I don't need your energy. I love you, but get the fuck away from me right now with this happiness. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I feel you on that. Morning morning people in general. Yeah. Like, I had to do that. The other day I was lying down. I took a break. I was working and I was like, I had this thought in my head and I was like, I, I want to tweet it because I think it's funny. And I thought, I just want to be... Uh, 
I just want to do nothing and be left alone. And that, and then I was like, God, that's so sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like awful, but it really was what I, I wanted to do nothing and yeah. be left completely alone. Yes. And, I, and I think we all need that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I 100% get that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I want to take a bath and read a comic book. <laughs> yes. And I don't want, I don't, I, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. I know. And I don't want anyone to comment on the fact that I'm taking a bath and <laughs> reading a comic What was this reader's book. name? Kate. Yeah, Kate. So Katie. Kate, I would say Katie. maybe a little more alone time would be good. Yeah. So I'm like, wherever if you are like living with this person, it's like, don't be afraid to say when you need to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Also, it's also too like, and if you're not living together, but sometimes you're like, Take a beat before you get together. Yeah. If you're meeting up, it's like, and you're feeling like, oh, I can't even with him right now. You know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, or with her right now. It's like, l- take a second and just be like, all right, I'm going to go do my own thing for like 30 to an hour and I'll just meet up with you after that. Yeah. I feel like that's the key. But no, this is not, Katie was saying, like, am I crazy for having this feeling? Not crazy. No, nope. we are three people telling you it is real, it is normal. But also that there are things to do yes. to help. Yes. If you're bristling, Take a beat before you start dissing him. Okay, baby. Yes, put that on a shirt. I feel like we say maybe. I I feel like we say a shirt, a shirt (laughs) worthy thing every episode. Naomi, are you writing them down? I mean, I guess you have them recorded for a few. For if you need them. I said this to someone else at a party. I was like, "Do you ever?" We came up with some idea like your wedding app thing, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Do you ever think about how many just like." technological ideas you just come up with like when you're talking to people or like on a podcast or something like that that you just throw into the ether that could probably make you more money than you are making (laughs) living doing doing living your dreams yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know how the wedding app would make money i guess you would take a percentage like yeah i know but that seems well so that seems mean the honeymoon ones do too you know when you can donate Mm, to someone's honeymoon they take like two percent or something okay all right You're i can like, live with right. that there it is good two percent two percent of your love yeah two percent of your love Ooh, that's a black mirror episode <laughs> don't write it okay what is <laughs> um we are gonna take another break and then we'll be back to answer some more yo questions Hey, young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. The Baller Alert Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. We're not only cover the latest in entertainment but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source that's right we have celebrity guest hosts exclusive interviews and it all goes down on the bother alert show podcast we are your number one source for the culture so like dj Khaled says don't ever play yourself join the conversation today head on over to the ball alert show and join me ferrari simmons join me Sue solo and it's all produced by me oct on the ball alert show podcast available on iHeartRadio app on apple podcast or wherever you Get your podcast. And we're back. Oh my God, I missed you. I hope you're doing well. You know we're here with Natalie Morales. We are. Okay? And we are speaking truth to power, and we're helping you get your life. <laughs> That's what we do. Daytime talk show. Yes. You're in. Okay, I'm I, I'm not that Natalie Morales, but no, I... I, but I <laughs> But I, I can you be. Met, you Let's mentioned pretend. you the Gale King to your Oprah. Is that what you're trying to? Or I the Gale to her Oprah. We we uh yeah I guess your listeners you have to 
let them know that I'm not the daytime one because they wouldn't know. They're not seeing my face. That's true. That's true. I'm not. I've never. I have been on the Today Show, but only as a guest. But not with that Natalie. Morales. No, never. Oh my God, can you imagine? I know. It'd be great. I, I did pitch them like an April Fool's thing where it, they just come back from a segment, and I'm like, "Hi, I'm Natalie, man. I just continue and yeah. don't say anything." They didn't take it. They should. Fools. Yeah. That totally. would have been amazing. Totally. And honestly, half the people would have been like, that's her. I know. Yeah. All the <laughs> racist people who tell me we look exactly alike. I'm like, we look nothing alike. <laughs> people somehow feel like we do. Nope. Not at all. You got another one, Andy? Sex voicemail comes to us from Mary Elizabeth. And has to deal with a frenemy. Ooh, frenemies. Hi, Naomi and Andy. Uh, this is Mary Elizabeth. So I have a friendship question. I have this friend. Um, let's call her. Her name's Layla because she doesn't listen to the show because she's lame. Um, that's kind of a joke, but not really. Uh, she and I don't get along. We used to get along fine, but it's kind of one of those things that it was like she seemed really great at first, but now that I've gotten to know her. We really, like, don't grab the right way, and um, a lot of times, it kind of comes from her side. Like, I will just be living my life, and she'll say something that upsets me, and I'll just kind of be like, you know, set a boundary. Like, hey, what you said kind of hurt my feelings, and instead of her being like, oh, I'm so sorry, I won't say it again, um, it becomes about how, like, you think I'm a bully? Like, I'm not mean. We have a bunch of groups friends, uh, we work in the same building, we're in the same graduate program for school, so we're in a lot of the same classes, and so, like, I just cannot get away from her, but it's getting to the point now that everything she does makes me angry. I don't know what to do. I'm, I can't not take it personally, so do you have any tips on how we might repair this? I have tried to bring it up, like, hey, do you want to dig into, like, What's really making this tension? Like, what really makes us fight so much? And all I got back was that it was all my fault. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Wow. Whew, Mary Doozy. Elizabeth. That Woo! made me stressed. I know. That's like a lot. Yeah. Working Mary in the Elizabeth, same building. I'm sorry. I know, girl. You had to say building in the same graduate program. Because I'm like, you got to walk away. But it doesn't sound like she really can. Right. But I guess my question would be, are you really friends? Or are you just shoved together all the time? Because right. if so, then you don't have to like share anything personal with her or go out with her on your free time. I mean, right. I guess she said say it's a group of friends that all are friends with her also. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess you have to unpersonify it. And wow, I am I'm tired, you guys. No, I'm into this. Um, you have your own language. You're writing your yeah, own book. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean that like you have to not take it as personal if if you got to just move that person sort of at arm's length emotionally yeah and go like yes i see them all the time they're fine i don't trust them with my life and my secrets mm-hmm. and yeah. my and my love and my emotions but they're there and they're living their life and i'm just not going to invest in that way and it's fine yeah i've certainly had to do that with people yeah. where, where it's not necessarily that they were a bad person it's just that we did not m- right. maybe get along or that they were shitty people you know right yeah <laughs> I yeah. wonder if it's pot like the person's there all the time and if they have you ever had a friendship it's not like a great friendship but they think they're better friends with you than you think you are with them mm-hmm. and so you might want to put up those bricks 
build that wall. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Such Christ. a monster. Well, obviously this woman doesn't think she's better friends with her because she says everything's her fault. Right. right. But she might, but the, she might just be uh, a awful human. The other person. Right. Mm-hmm. Might be an awful person. What was she named? Our fake Layla. Layla. Yeah, yeah. Right. Might be... <laughs> Lame Layla. And uh, sorry, Layla, if you do listen to this. Not a real name. It's fine. Go ahead. I think it was a real yeah, name. Yeah, I think she said it is her real name because she oh. doesn't listen to it. <laughs> oh, because she. Uh, oh, Layla. So, Layla. Yeah, we don't have your side of the story. But the thing is, what if Lame Layla is not a good person mm-hmm. and, uh, and maybe a shallow person, maybe, but she thinks she's good friends with um, Mary, Mary Elizabeth? Elizabeth. But Mary Elizabeth is like trying to like put up as as many boundaries as possible, um, but uh, uh, lame Layla keeps knocking them down, keeps keeps uh, taking a ladder and climbing over. Well, but I would argue too, you know, Mary Elizabeth, you talked about trying these different ways and wanting to kind of unpack and see where the tension is, and I think that when you try to engage and somebody comes back so defensive, you cannot go any further. She's done her part. If she goes to someone, this hurts me, and they go, you think I'm a bully? Mm-hmm. Or why are we having this tension? You got the tension. Well, you can't actually yeah. have a conversation. Yeah. So the question is, you know, what can you do on a more practical level so that you don't have to have this interaction all the time? And I think as much as possible, like, I mean, I can't tell. Are you guys, like, texting? Is she calling you to hang out and get together? If she's not... Let it die. Yeah. Let it fade. Yeah. Distance. I mean, just because you see her around doesn't mean you have to like be like, hi, how are you? Right. And like do the whole fake thing. You could be like, hello. Or you can have, if you considered yourselves good friends at some point, you can have the, I've had this conversation before where I've been like, hey, our relationship has changed. I feel like that's obvious. I care about you very much. But it's okay that we're not as good of friends as we used to be. I can still care about you. You can still count on me if you really need me. But, like, let's not put extra tension on it. It's, yeah. It's, you're over there. I'm over here. Right. It's all good. <laughs> That's a hard conversation to have, but sometimes it can be really helpful. It, it helped me and, and my friend in that situation because we were feeling all that tension of, like, expectation be, and like yeah. what 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 do we need to be to each other? And then once it was just like, we don't need to be anything. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it helped. Yeah. I used to think of friendships like I would read – if I started a magazine, I would have to read it till the end. Mm-hmm. If I started a book, I'd have to read to the end. So friendships, obviously, I have I need this to last until we all die. Right. Right? I can't – but maybe it's okay to drown your friendship in a bathtub. You're a monster. What are you saying? I'm saying that like I've – as I've gotten older, I've realized that it's okay – that you don't have to like hold on to everything so tightly. Yeah. No, you don't yeah. need to be a completist about existence. Yeah. <laughs> you can put the magazine on the table further away from you. Yeah. yeah. So that it's there yeah. and and the magazine's fine. You can dust it every now and then. <laughs> you can make sure the magazine's okay. You but... can tear out the articles you want to read and exactly. leave and just put the rest in the recycling bin. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I feel that way too. I definitely have had this feeling um, cause I tend to be someone who like, when I do like somebody, like I, I don't really have a lot of walls, so I'll go all in. Like we went to some bar, we went to a party a couple weekends ago. I met some woman, we're talking to a mutual friend and they're just talking about like how the relationship, her like personal relationship is dissolving. And I was like, okay, girl, let's get into it. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is what you need to do. And like, but and I was like, what was her name again? Like, yeah. re- I will do that. But then I know that feeling of like getting to know somebody and then being like, oh, mm-hmm. nah, Right. <laughs> you know, not not bad, but maybe we don't vibe or you're not, yeah. you know. 
I do my vetting all before. I'm gonna go all in. How do same you, as me. Yeah, how, I keep how? a wall. And and but like, but it's the same thing like with dating, where it's like, this is who I am. Yeah, no, I don't know how to do it. I, I go hard. I don't, I don't not. I don't not uh, tell them who I am. I go. I'm like, hey, I'm Natalie. Uh, you're great. Let's hang out, right? But I don't. I I don't invest. Okay. Until I'm like, mm. and that might be just because I'm jaded as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But I also am like, uh, I I just need to know like. This is what this is mm-hmm. as a right. We're not best friends, right? That right, takes right. time. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's okay. I, don't, I think so. No, you're right. People don't shouldn't expect rushed intimacy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Like that. If you asked, if you gave that woman advice, and then at the end of that conversation was like, "What's your name again?" Like, I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you just met her. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I would be fine with that. I'd yeah. be like, my name is Natalie. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was thinking you kind of latched onto that conversation because so many people you go to a party here and it's just like how's your overall deal i don't know what are you working on and you're like it's stuff like that and it's just like yeah yeah just mentally you're just like it felt real yeah it was like stabbing yourself in the chest with a knife in your brain (laughs) and this was like a real oh we can have a conversation that doesn't have to do with uh this stuff yeah can I tell you guys this microphone has a distinctive smell and I don't I don't know what it is and this whole time has been very distracting. I just oh. want to say that. Good or bad? Neutral, but oh. but strong something. I don't know what it is. But I'll like, let you know maybe yeah. by the end. Interesting. Of <laughs> oh my god. I've been writing a lot of smell jokes lately. Yeah? So I've been yeah. Smell this mic later. Let's see what happens. Who <laughs> will see if I can get another Sweet tweet out of that. Oh, jeez. Do you have one more you want to do? Yeah, Andy? let's do this one. Okay. This comes to us from Claire. This is All a right. voicemail. All right, Claire. And it's about being alone. You know what? We got we got some themes. Yeah. I didn't mean these themes to come up, <laughs> but these themes are emerging from the ground <laughs> like a sapling growing towards the sun. Uh, thematic sapling. Hey, Andy. Hey, Naomi. My name is Claire. I live in New York. I'm originally from New York City, but now I've actually moved to the quiet town of Albany, New York. I told you no. Um, quick question for you guys. This is regarding my relationship with myself. Mm. Um, I was wondering mm. if you had any advice. I struggle sometimes with doing things by myself. I try to get out there and put myself out there in social situations, but I find that I get really anxious if I'm going to places alone. But I'm also trying to be better at being alone. So I'm kind of in this uh, vicious cycle. I had, you know, I was wondering if you guys had any ideas as to how I could maybe overcome this or fight through it or if I should just cave in and never go to anything alone. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful to be a Patreon and support you guys. God. Thank you. Claire seems awesome. Claire's great. I want to hang out with Claire. Claire, if you come meet us somewhere alone. We'll hang out with you. That, that sounds sounded dangerous. it sounded dangerous, but she meant it so nicely. Um, hey, next time we're on Albany, yeah, let's make I'll a pact right Claire. now. I was only in Albany once for a bat mitzvah. All right, it's time to get back. That's my Albany story, Claire. I think that's a great question because I think a lot of people have the same issue. Mm-hmm. Where, especially now in the age of like phones, I love to sit at a bar and eat by myself, especially in New York City. I don't know how they are in Albany, but like. And like read a book or something. Yeah. Uh, but even if I don't have a book and I'm just like sitting and eating and drinking, I try not to look at my phone. And then people are like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> she's not looking. At, she's looking at us. What's happening? And I'm like, "I." And it's it's an odd thing. You're yeah. expected at any moment when someone's not talking to you, 
to look at your phone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a good practice not to. But to answer her question as of things that you could do, I think there's you can be alone together in this way where you like join a women's travel group or like some sort of uh, volunteer activity or yeah. like a kickball team or something where you are still you. You're not going out with your friends. You're venturing out into the world. and But there are people who are also alone yeah. who are m- meeting you th- there. And, yeah. and maybe you make friends or maybe you don't, but you experience something with people who are, also alone yeah yeah i also like i lived uh i moved to australia by myself when i was 25 and lived there for a little under a year and like being in a new place alone and trying to like find stuff to do and then i did some traveling and i remember i always go to museums like when i was doing the travel part because not only was it air conditioned and it was like Mm -hmm. so hot so i was like get me inside but it was a place where it wasn't weird to be by yourself yeah so that was like my gateway but then my other thing claire too is like when you're deciding what to do alone it should be something you really love to do. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something you're into. It can't be out of your comfort zone and by yourself. It has to be like one of those things to start. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. go like if there's someone, you know, in Albany, I'm sure people roll up and do like readings and their shows. If it's something you really want to do. Go to a pasta making class. Pasta making. Think about it. Everyone's learning. I mean, even though you're joking, those kind of things do work, right? Because no one's focused on you, the girl, by herself. Right. They're focused on, like, how do we do this thing? Well, I was going to say start out small. Because what I when I moved to Philly for grad school, I didn't really know anyone yet. This is before I even, like, started. I was there for a couple weeks. And I went and saw Garden State on my own. That was the first time <laughs> I went and saw a movie on my own. Really? Yeah, before had, grad school? I love school. going to movies by myself. Me too. Because to me, it was a social thing. And you didn't go on your own. Only, like... Mm-hmm. Sados went on their own. No. So that was the first, and I'm like, oh, I can go see a movie. I can, I don't have to like wait for someone to like the movie I want to see. Yeah. (laughs) I can go Mm -hmm. watch someone put shins in someone's ears on my own. Yeah. 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 It it was a, it was what? That's a band. band. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. 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 (laughs) It uh, it was a freeing moment. Yeah. And that, and then I can go to restaurants on my own now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a good gateway. Gateway outing. Yeah. Yeah. Movies, shows, any again, like any kind of thing where, again, you being in the audience is not dependent on an interaction. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're, if, if everyone in the crowd is watching the same thing, then you're not alone, actually. You're right. all doing the same thing. Still can't go to a show, like a, a concert. I still can't do that on my own. Oh. It feels weird. Interesting. It's like such a massive What about like a Broadway show? Like a play? No. No. <laughs> Interesting. See, I, I could, can do that. Yeah, I, I would have love done that. that. I have done that. I love a solo. Also, too, like, especially when you're by yourself, you can always get the best seat. Yes. You know, that single seat. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Oh, going to Disney by yourself? <laughs> you ride all those rides real fast? I've never been to Disney, period. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound fun. No. But I have I have been to Disney with people or like a park with people who don't like riding rides. And it's so fun. <laughs> you, you skip ahead. You ride solo. It's great. And plus you do. And also, if you're saying, you know, you're in Albany now, maybe you are looking for people. It's true. You do meet people when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, people will like creeps. No. no. Uh, see, that's what you think. And it's true when you're a woman alone, you do have to like keep your wits about yes. you. Yes, yes, definitely. But you can strike up a conversation with people. Yeah, especially if, I mean, I'm telling you, the book at a bar is a real is a real fun trick. You can just like, <laughs> people be like, what are you reading? Yeah. If you want to meet people. If you want to be right. left the fuck alone, you can also be like, I'm reading a book. Bye. You know? <laughs> It's it's good either way. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah, you can also just have earbuds in if you ever just yeah. don't want anyone to bother you. They can be playing nothing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think there it can definitely be open, and it's, I would imagine too in a small city like Albany, it can 
almost be better because you increase the likelihood of running into people. You Absolutely, know, seeing yes. someone at a thing. The, the other thing about the bar thing is that if you go to the same bar, you become friends with the people who work there, yeah. the bartender or the or the waiters or whatever. Sorry, I dropped the fidget spinner. Uh, you had a pretty long running. <laughs> I know fidget, I've been though. playing. You were doing the, it the entire time. time. The last four. I haven't played with one for like years. It's very exciting. And it's all happening now. Mm-hmm. But Claire, I hope that helps, girl. Don't you don't have to do everything, and you don't have to do it all in one week. But just tell yourself, like, this week I'm going to go to this thing that I really want to go to. And yeah. that the only thing holding me back is that it's just me. Like, go anyway. Do the thing you like to do. Go to the Shazam premiere. Yes. <laughs> go to the Shazam premiere, Claire, and report back to us. Thank you so much for calling. I'm very proud of you. You're wonderful. How do you feel, guys? I feel now, great. Now that we've gone through this journey together. Mm-hmm. You obviously you've known Naomi through her, her stand up. Mm-hmm. You're really meeting me. I mean, we met before. We've met briefly, but yeah, a little briefly. little like heist. But now, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, yeah. Uh, we're bosom chums. Yes, <laughs> I think this was good. Though, I do feel like chums. we see you around town. You know what I mean? We see you at yes. stuff. And so I was like, "Hey, girl, hey." Yeah. And this was like, "Okay, I see how your brain works." Oh, good. Did you expect it? This is what you were expecting? No. Oh, interesting. Uh, you were like wearing it. a stylish jumpsuit. I didn't know what to expect. The last time oh. I saw you, you had on a cool jumpsuit. Yeah, I've had no. She's a fashionista. I have oh a my weird. I, my brain confuses um, actors and their roles way too much, <laughs> and so I don't. Many know. people's. It's not just your brain. A <laughs> but lot also, of like, I've I've known you in in uh, from middleman from uh, part, oh, from like middleman. So, like, oh, so yes. it's like a lot of like different roles all combined. Merged. So I have no idea of like of who you were as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like all like this, uh, like a weird quantum state yes. in my head. Of- I could be a superhero. I could be a lawyer. <laughs> who knows? Um, yeah. Well, you guys were exactly what I was yep. expecting yeah, 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 because yeah. I've loved you from afar uh, for a long time. But a weird white really- and a d- dynamic black woman. Thank you so much for calling me dynamic, Andy. Um, Natalie, thank you so much. For I'm so on. happy to be here. Thank, thank you. you. This was really fun. I hope we helped. We did. Okay, we did. We changed lives. Okay, good. Um, and thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Brawler Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Brawler Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So, like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself join the conversation today head on over to the ball alert show and join me ferrari simmons join me some solo and it's all produced by me oct on the ball alert show podcast available on iHeartRadio app on apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts my name is kimberly drew if i've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists is that we all have the power to create something beautiful That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app.
on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.